Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is May 23rd, 2019. Yesterday was another pretty good eating day for me. I got to go out to lunch with my stepfather, Bruce. Um, We went and had sushi up the street, and that was really fun, and got to have a good conversation about things. Um, Yesterday's episode, I was talking a lot about housing and things like that. Um, And I got to talk to him about it, and it was just really nice to connect with someone who has really great intentions for me and is good at listening. And um, it's interesting to be interacting with him as an adult um, because my mom and him first got married when I was nine. I think they started dating when I was six, maybe. Um, And very long stories of people not um, being able to get along super well, um, meaning him and me, we, um, just couldn't stop fighting and tensions were just getting so high and the house was really toxic. And, um, he and my mom actually divorced, um, when I was 16 and got back together when I was about 23 and 28 now. So they've been back together for about five years and everything has changed and we're, we're doing really well. So, just a little update on that and my family and getting to go out. And it was just really, really nice. And um, he is a server at fine dining restaurants. And so he's the one who brought the love of food into my life. And so it's nice to get to share that with him yesterday. Um, otherwise, um, yesterday was full of a lot of other exciting things too, but uh, kind of pending. So I'm stumbling over my words and trying to figure out what to share and what not to share. Um, Not because I don't want to share everything with you all, but because um, I have a insecurity of sharing news. Um, If I'm not 100% sure that it's going to happen, I I get very um, insecure about thinking that I'm being delusional or that I'm spreading um, false excitement and different things like that. Um, Certainly, challenges from my past. And so um, I am really excited that since I've been doing all this healing and clearing a lot of space, um, discovering what I want to do more, um, Thomas discovering more what he wants to do or maybe more what he doesn't want to do, us realizing that we aren't going to be working together Um more than being married and we're going to do projects together and cook together and host events together. And, um, we will be doing two different podcasts, um, together, or at least that's the plan. But otherwise we are not planning on running Sabian living together anymore. Um, I won't be mentoring him. He won't be coaching me. We're really going to keep our relationship separate. Um, we're going to be married and that is what we're going to be doing. And so um, since we've been able to shift these things around and hold different spaces, um, something that happened about a week ago was that my friend Casey messaged me, and he is a healer, beautiful spiritual being um, who is very enthusiastic and drawn to helping and healing others. Um, specifically at this point in his journey, he wants to help heal people that he feels that he understands more or less, um, other men. And, um, he just finished a lot of training and classes and things and has been participating in men's work and the modern masculinity movement and ending 
toxic dominance and a lot of these topics that I am extremely passionate about, I know that it has been, it, it, it started everything for me. Um, the first real social science work that I did, I started when I was 16 and was interviewing young, young men about their real opinions about relationships and things like that. And I was just so curious and eager to have them tell the truth and have an opportunity to share their real thoughts and perspectives um, without being perceived as offensive or underdeveloped or something else that would keep them bottled in. So I've always been about people expressing themselves and becoming the best version of themselves. And so 12 years later, um, I wrote an essay describing the connection between the agricultural revolution and the toxic dominance that we see pervasive throughout almost all cultures. Um, I specifically refer to the movement of ideas and the energy that goes along with ownership and possession, a taker mentality, if any of you are familiar with Daniel Quinn's work. Um, I call this Program One. And Program One embodies... Everything that we're familiar seeing, it's it's a mindset that comes from feeling like there isn't enough. It's a mindset that comes from fear, a need for control, and a seemingly lack of it. Um, it comes and stems from insecurity and from men feeling that they need to live up to certain expectations, that of program one, and either not being able to do so in the eyes of other men or maybe even women, um, but fighting to be what they're supposed to be when they don't want to. It goes along with um, what else I wrote was that a lot of the men that I worked with, the ones that involve themselves in social justice work, um, I've noticed that they are very broken because they had to break themselves free of program one and to try and challenge their instincts and the things that were instilled in them and the the programs, the visions, the um, standards, the lack of morals that they were raised in, that were encouraged around them, that were encouraged to their peers and that self-perpetuate because nobody wants to step aside. Nobody wants to be the one to break free. But many, many of the men that I've had the pleasure of spending time with have. And so if all goes well, one of the next extraordinary opportunities I might get um, or that I may create for myself is to serve as a mentor to men's coaches. So it has come to me um, both, I'll just say it divinely, as my ancestral grandmothers have been joining me and offering to help heal and also wanting to offer up their support and guidance as I guide men who have taken it upon themselves to guide other men. And maybe this is going to be weird, and a lot of you are going to think, why is she doing this? And maybe I didn't explain myself well enough yet. Um, but I think that over the last week or so, a lot of things have been coming true, very, like, becoming very true to me, very clear to me. So I have a very unique relationship and perspective on men. And 
I have a very unique perspective and experience in forming community and coaching and consulting and being a director in um, managing other people's artistic pursuits, in scientific practices and running experiments, in um, everything business from branding to drop shipping to um, live stream to running uh, Facebook groups and communities. I have experience in all of this. And so while I have a relatively unique perspective on how to heal the world and um, a very bold and um, maybe agitating perspective that I don't know if we can save the world, uh, save the world um, in terms of sustainability, if we're still subjugating so many people and animals and the land and the air and the water, um, when we're still subjugating mostly um, female entities. Um, I don't think that we can ever have a free society, and I don't think that we can fix things um, when we don't see the inherent worth um, in everyone and everything, and when we don't um, use loving compassion and kindness and curiosity when we're engaging with other beings. So um, there are a lot of men out there right now participating in, it's called a lot of different things, but I usually refer to it as the modern masculinities movement. Um, but I have been asked to consider lending my perspective, my um, chronically ill, colored female perspective um, to at least one man. Um, but the idea would be that I would take on a handful of men who are doing this facilitation and coaching work, and I would be there as a unique guide for them as they develop the curriculum, the lessons that they want to teach as they're um, rerouting the narrative of what it means to be a man, opening up perspective and possibility for how to express oneself in any gender identity. This is the work that they're already doing, and it is come to their attention that they could use um, more guidance from those who have perspective and wisdom that they do not. And um, that might get to be me. And I honestly can't think of anything that I would rather do. I can't think of anything that I'm more uniquely good at, anything that I could utilize everything from my love of creating space to the social science to um, my experience in anthropology and history, um, being raised by beautiful women who taught me how to run a home to be flowing and compassionate. I can't wait to pass this on in a mentorship role, and I'm excited to see what happens next, however it does. And I am so, so, so grateful for the grandmothers in joining me on this journey. I'll leave you there for now. Goodbye.